Hello, I am La La La, let me explain. And this is my very first ever podcast. I've been doing the Insta Lives on a Friday. This is the first time I've ever done a pre-recorded thing. So thank you to everybody for listening. I have got the most amazing, fantastic, special guest ever. And I'm so happy to have him on my first podcast. It is Steve-O the Madman. First off, well done. Well done to you too. Um, But yes, thanks for having me today. I can't wait to talk about stuff. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you're ready. So for most people do know Steve-O, how many followers have you got on Instagram? Um, 370,000. That's a lot of people. You could fill up like, what, 10 Wembley stadiums? Yeah. But well, this is the thing. So I never get gassed about that because you can have that many followers, but still get 2,000 likes. Yeah, but if all of your followers gave you a pound which a year... Would, which they wouldn't. Well, yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? Because if it, they did... Oh, it'd be crazy. It'd if be you sorted. got... Well, this is what's going on with this Twitch. So, influencers... Mm. Say that in commas. Is it commas? Yeah, yeah, I think Speech so. marks. Yeah. Whatever, I'm doing the thing here. Quote marks. Yeah, quote, quotation marks. Yeah. Um, influencers, they play Twitch and all these kids give them money to watch them play computer games. Wow. Found me, but yeah, so I, I'm I would love for my people to give me a pound. That's what's going on on Twitch, even um, Arsenal players are wow. getting people sending them money. Why? Why do they need it for honestly? Yeah. Uh, I see, I'm not earning any money whatsoever from this. I don't know if you I'm, will. but you are starting to. So, so let me. So, Steve O, for <laughs> those of you who don't know him, I was going to say most of, a lot of people know you now, but obviously, some people still don't. Yeah. So, for those people who don't know you, how would you? We were just having a little conversation about this, about how do you describe yourself in the least wanky way? Because influencer does sound a bit yeah. wanky. Well, um, I'm personality. Yeah. Like, because you get some people that they. I'm an exaggerated version of myself. Obviously, I could never be as gassed as I am 24-7. People mm. would be annoyed. I wouldn't have the energy, but that's me. I do play myself on my social media. So I'd say I'm a personality, and I use my personality to do presenting now and other sort of projects. So, yeah, I'm not a com- I, I suppose I am a comedian, but I'm not a stand-up comedian. The way, the way that I've perceived your <clears throat> journey, so me and Steve-O have known each other for many years before either of us had anything to do with social media. You were, what, 17? I was 19? Yeah, yeah. We met at Eros yeah. at a Sweet Harmony race. Sweet Harmony. <laughs> Why did they close Eros for? I don't know. I think it was just too I many insane... I'd be God in Eros right you now. You would, you I'd, would. I'd be loving it. You would. You yeah. weren't God back then. No. Because, had loafers and jeans. Yeah. And you were... But you were... I really got on with you back then. Mm. And we exchanged numbers, didn't we? But... Mm-hmm. I friend zoned you because you were too young for me, even though there's only two friend, years. Is that you thought you was well old? But um, friend zone wasn't around then, was it? No, it wasn't. So basically, I just locked yeah, you off. Exactly. Um, but that's good. I think the universe worked well because mm-hmm. then you went on to meet your amazing, beautiful. Is it she your fiance? Nope. Okay, your girlfriend, long term girlfriend, might as well call her wife, Emma. No. Why no. would you call her wife? She becomes the wife when she's the wife. Okay. And I think that's fair because when she does become the wife. Then she gets, she'll always be loved and treated yeah. like the queen. But I think when you do the vows, it really should mean something. And yeah. the level should be stepped up and she can expect certain things. So when that time comes and she gets called wife, it will be because she is the wife. But okay. right now, 
she's my girlfriend that wears a ring I got her just for Christmas and wears it on her <laughs> wedding ring. Yeah? Yeah. Trying to lie to people. Do you know, it's strange for me because I suppose saying girlfriend, mm-hmm. you could be with someone for 30 years. I think the, ter- the terminology of girlfriend is interesting because I almost didn't want to say that she was your girlfriend because it didn't make it sound like it was powerful oh, enough no, term to describe how much you got with her. the love of my life. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but no, so there's a lot of gooey terms I could use, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah. so girlfriend. girlfriend. I mean, girlfriend is a lovely Baby term. Baby mum. No, let's <laughs> not use that one. So, so yeah, so then you went on to, to meet your lovely girlfriend, Emma, and probably would describe yourself maybe for a few years as a bit of a waste man. You had a wow. great career. Sorry. <laughs> when I met you, I think you were a footballer. Yeah. Were you playing for? Who were you playing Lane for? Leighton Orient. Leighton yeah. Orient. So you had a budding football career mm-hmm. and then that went wrong because of, was it injury? No, no, no. The injuries come later. It went wrong because I didn't try hard enough. Right. Like, that's the reason why a lot of things go wrong. Because mm. we don't try hard enough or we, we, we give up too early or we don't carry on. You know what I mean? So yeah, that was it with me. I just didn't carry on and... I went into non-league and then injury come once I put on a bit of weight and mm. wasn't training as hard. But yeah, that wasn't... Yeah. yeah. So I was a bit of a waste man. Yeah. So because you man. did go for a few years after that of not really having a focus no or drive. a career. No, well, no drive. I done music. So I done music after that. But then, again, didn't try hard enough. Mm. Um, wasn't confident enough because in, in, in any industry, like you're going to find that like there's moments where you, you can be... Not when I, when I say confident as well, I'm on about that when you have to go out and network and mm. make that call. And I, I was never that guy, so I'd make my music and wouldn't want to show no one. Yeah. One of them bedroom producers, you know what I mean? So I wasn't confident in that way where I should have been knocking on doors and da 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 So yeah, so that failed. Yeah. I failed at that. And then that's when I had a period of just bumming it, really. Yeah. But nothing. then that led to you... Using Snapchat, mm-hmm. you enjoyed using Snapchat just as as we all did back then. I think Snapchat might be slightly dying now, but that's a different conversation. So I know what, you don't want me to say that. When Snapchat, no, 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 no. Oh, you mad? I tell everyone because yeah. I've built a website because I knew this was coming. Mm. Nothing lasts forever. I was there when Vine was at its height, you know mm. what I mean? And I saw people earning thousands and I saw it make them change as well. And then when it stopped, certain time I was thinking, shame. You didn't prepare for this. You 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 lost yourself. You know what I mean. But then there was other people that were deservingly earning good careers and had quit their jobs, and they were the ones I felt bad for. But again, they didn't prepare for the for the foul. And I knew Snapchat wouldn't. I know. I just don't think any social media is gonna last. Look at careful, Facebook. Ain't you? Well, yeah, Facebook's dying a death. Exactly. I, I, I'm so bored of Facebook. I deleted Facebook ages ago. I felt it just became very much like the thing that you connect with your auntie. Yep. In a different country, or you know what I mean, or a bit of p- politics and whatever. But Insta that's where seems, with it. it's funny though because I, I look at Insta and I think, no, that can never die. I love Insta so much, but then I suppose Snapchat was the exactly. same. Exactly. So. so you, so that's how you built your following. Yeah. You started doing basically insights into your own personal life. Yep. You've got you've got three kids now, but prior to because your little one Erin is only a year 60, 16, 16 months. months. Yeah. So before that, you had your two kids who are amazing. Leah and Casey and your whole family setup was just brilliant. Everybody just loves watching it. And I think mm-hmm. that's how your followers grew initially. Yes. And that's just open doors for you to do lots of other things. Uh, so now you are, the two things that you've got really going on at the moment are a restaurant. Restaurant. That you're opening. What kind of restaurant is it? It's a Japanese restaurant, a sushi. But when I say sushi, everyone thinks it's just sushi. It's mm-hmm. not just sushi. It's um, 
all Japanese food. Uh, lamb chops is the reason why I got the restaurant. Because it's actually a franchise um, up north. Um, I knew that... Imagine this. So this is why I just love my life right now. So through connecting and opening my snaps, because a lot of people that have high numbers, they think then they should go on lock, like close their snap, not talk to anyone. But I always leave mine open. No matter how many thousands of them, I've left it open. And through that, I met these guys. They invited me down um, or up to Manchester. Mm. To the box in Man- Manchester United, they chauffeured with me, like proper, looked wow. after me. Got talking to them because it was a, a a guy called Ziggy, a businessman, always travelling. And he said, I kept him company. And seeing my family, it reminded him of his own. And so he, he felt like he was at home, you know what I mean? Like watching my snaps. Got close to him. Went to Dubai with him. He took me to Dubai. Me, yeah. me, White Yardy and Love for the Ink took us out there um, with his family. Looked after us. And from that, as I say, I, I, over the last sort of two years, I've grown really close to him. And that's when he said, look, there's an opportunity. I want to bring the franchise down to London. What are you saying? There's property there. Do you want to get it? So I've got it. 25-year lease. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so you but, probably would have never expected that no, that was going to be where you were going to end exactly up. Exactly. Connecting and just like being... Because I would never, ever... Thought I would speak to a dude mm. on a social media platform. I might as well be dating. Yeah. I might as well be a dating site, talking to men. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, just through connecting, I got the restaurant and um, it's a Japanese restaurant, but the lamb chops, I remember every time I went and visited him, mm. he'd always have the lamb chops ready for me, but they're amazing. So, yeah, I can't wait for people to try that. And also got a shisha lounge at the back of it as well. So, um, not big, only like 40, 40 seat, but I've got a few TVs, they'll have the games there and where is it? Chinkford, East London. I'm yeah, going to come down. Do you know, it really puts me off. If, if, you're, I, invited, if, I, if you're invited, oh, I'll, get, right. I'll get carried away. We'll see how the podcast goes. <laughs> uh, it really puts me off. Like if I, I'm a bit of a food snob, I think, mm-hmm. when it comes to like dating men. And like if I say to somebody, oh, like, should we go and have some sushi? And they're like, ooh, sushi, ooh, fish. I just feel like, ugh, I don't, I don't think that me and you have anything in common. Same have... if they like their steak well done. Would you like yours? Medium rare. I have my oh medium rare. Yeah. I have my medium well. Would, mm. would that not make a state if I done medium well? If you could m- move back a bit down to medium, well done. It's sacrilegious. Like how can you burn a piece of meat like that? You're still burning it when it's medium well. No, you're not. Like you're, medium you're, rare. Sorry. I just I I I just I don't know. Maybe I need to let go of this. Maybe this is why I've been single for so long because I could meet a perfect man. He's like I have my state well done and I don't like sushi and I'm like I just don't think this is gonna work. See. And this, a lot of these women listening now, by the way, hey Spartans, I know there's some Spartans listening right now. Um, but a lot of people listening right now will be like the women, like, oh, I can't find a man and this, that and the other. But they'll be the women saying, I'm not going out with you because... No, like, do you know what? I'm, I'm being a bit over the top. I wouldn't, I so wouldn't, wouldn't end... That, no? no, I okay. wouldn't end it with okay. someone. There'd have to be a lot of other things on top of that. Like if I found that absolutely perfect man, but he didn't like bacon sandwiches I'm not going to just lock okay. it off completely like you know would you get a vegan but I do mm, I don't know like I'd love to be a vegan you know it, do you want to be a vegan not, not vegan because I love milk and they don't eat the milk yeah or cheese drink the milk. I love, or I love eggs cheese. Or... yeah no vegetarian maybe mm. I don't know. What's pescatarian? Fish. Fish. What, you only eat fish? Yeah. No, but like it's a vegetarian, but you eat fish as well. Oh, right. Because vegetarians don't want to eat anything living, do they? So. Okay. I don't know if I could cope with all of that. I I really would like to because I really believe in like, you know, saving the environment. And I understand that if we keep on eating meat and animal produce in the way that we do, this world is not going to be very great for our grandchildren. So, but what about the natural, like, we're meant to eat? 
animals. Well, or, or, or are we? Because someone said about our teeth not being like meat eaters are meant to have jagged teeth. Yeah, well, we evolved, didn't we, to be able to eat meat? But okay. this is what I always say to, to, to vegans. Like, how come, like, lions... They eat, they're supposed to eat meat. Yeah. Like, you know, why? What's the difference? Like, when we were cavemen, I'm sure we were out there eating zebras and whatever. Cavemen. Is um, that true? I believe so. I think we were omnivores, weren't we? So, when back in the caveman days, we would eat. So, a Was herbivore on, just eats vegetables, carnivore just is, eats meat, and an omnivore eats everything. So, an omnivore, a carnivore is dinosaur. Well, a carnivore is like a lion. A oh, lion's lion, not going to sit there and have a, a salad. It's just going to eat meat. Wow. Anyway. Whereas us, we eat both. So, anyway. <clears throat> An interesting conversation that, um, around veganism. What, you know what? Let's get on to some questions now. We, we, don't let me forget to talk about your app at the end. Okay, oh yes, the app. Like, Although uh, I don't want to tell people to use your app because it's incredibly addictive yes, and it so does stop you from getting on with your normal life. Well, you pick it up when your normal life... So, for instance, if you're on the train, boom, on the train, in the bath. Oh, do you know boom. when it's a great time to do your app is Toilet. when you're doing a poo, yeah. Yep. I, I go on it when I'm pooing. Yeah. My poos are 45 minutes. So <laughs> I die a lot when I'm doing it. See, that's why you need to become a vegetarian or a vegan. What, then, what, if your poos are 45 minutes, yeah. What do you mean? It just comes out. Oh, oh, right. No, no, I'm saying no. What, if, it's shooting out for 45 minutes? No, if I was a vegan, it would yeah. just come out, I'm saying. No, I think so, and I don't think it would smell as bad. Not, I don't know how they, your poos smell, but I've seen lots of videos yeah. <clears throat> about that, and your family are quite... They're, they don't like your poos, do they? they? Well... Are you meant to like a poo? Like, no, you're not. They're no. expecting to come in and go, although Erin does smell my farts and loves them. But yeah, she does, she's like, mm, yeah. But um, they want to come in and, and smell and go, oh, that's nice, daddy. Oh, yeah, no. No. Poos stink. They do stink. What, what do you think about this? Because one issue that I find that a lot of women can relate to when I write about this kind of thing is, <clears throat> say like you're seeing someone new mm-hmm. and you're just getting into the sleeping with each other stage and then... Either you stay at theirs or they stay at yours. For me, one of the most difficult times is when you wake up and you really need a poo. Yeah. <clears throat> I swear to go on. I don't know what to do about this, whether to just be like, babe, I'm going for a poo and you're going to just have to deal with it. Or what I tend to do, I need to grow up really. Because what I tend to do is hold it into the point where I'm basically about to have a stroke and just have to make some excuse to leave well, so I can go and do a poo. This is what I, 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 Emma has Parted twice ever. 15 years I've been with her. In fact, it could in be. In front 16. of you, let's just clarify. She has been farting, but just. Well, she hasn't has only farted twice in 15 years. This is what I feel she has, though. But <laughs> yeah, twice in front of me. One, she was pregnant and she tried to blame the dog. Yeah, that, that was the funniest thing. And then her mum, bless her, old Sheila, she, she was like, oh, tried to blame the dog too. Hmm. I, I just looked at them and said, come on, you know. It was not the dog. Don't fucking think I'm... Can I swear? Yeah, of course you can I swear. Say, Don't fucking think I'm stupid. Um, and then the other time was... I think she was singing. Like, oh... She doesn't really sing in front of me, but I think she was singing and... And then... And it, you know what I mean? Hit a high note or something and it come out. But never seen her poo. Mm. Never, ever. Like, she don't do it. And then we'll be watching a film and I know she needs to fart because I can hear her belly going... Bloop, 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 to the point where it's like... I'm focusing on how many bloop, bloop, bloops instead of the film. <laughs> yeah. I just want to tell her, fart, let it out. But where does this come from? Is this her thing then? She's yeah. just really just not down well, with a man ever. I don't know. I just uh, Maybe she, I'll be honest. When we first got together, I was really, women don't shit. No, you don't. Mm. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't. Then I had daughters <laughs> and I realised they do big shits. You know what I mean? So um, I'm cool with it now. 
Yeah. Maybe I should tell her I'm cool. Well, I do. I tell her she can fart. I wanna... So you, so you Im- embedded this in maybe. her when you first started dating. Maybe. You were maybe. so judgmental about women farting and pooing that she then got it into mm. her head. That... Remember, I'm an observational comedian, but by natural. So mm. we're talking 15 years ago, not social media now. I've always been the guy sees jokes about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe I've done one too many of them, and she felt it. You know what I mean? Because she does. She's what's the what's the word when someone. I can't think of the word, but she... she She's feels... internalised maybe your maybe. your jokes and has become a bit self-conscious about certain things. Well, no, because if she did, she would cook better. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no. But I've seen improvements over the years. Yes. Well, you please, you had to improve from chicken nuggets. How do you not improve from chicken nuggets, beans? <laughs> so this has been Steve-O's ongoing... One of his ongoing jokes is that Emma, Emma doesn't joke. season. It's not a joke. It's, this is Well, no, she does. And that's the biggest... Is it conception? By the way, people... Misconception. Misconception. You're going to hear a lot of wrong pronunciations of words and <laughs> words used in the wrong context. Is yeah. it content? Well done, Bang, yeah. There you go. I usually say content. Um, but yes, I don't say she doesn't season. Mm. Yeah. Although I will generalise and say white people don't. That's me generalising. That's not true. I know, I know. Um, salt and pepper, you do use that. Um, <laughs> but she just doesn't do it like my mum. That's that's yeah. what I mean. She doesn't like season the chicken, let, let it marinate overnight, or even mm. from the morning to the afternoon. It's like she'll be making the dinner straight away, and it's like the next hour it's done. I'm like, well, that ain't enough time for the flavour to get through. But so why don't you cook instead? I always say this is one. Why don't you put the chicken in the fridge overnight, marinate, marinate it? You women always go there, but what I do say is what she can do as well. She mm. cooks wicked shepherd's pie, mm. wicked spag bowl. So the things she's sick at, I will say that she's sick at them. Her afters, lemon drizzle. Mm. Maybe goes too much with the drizzle sometimes, but <laughs> she likes that. The girls like that. So I take that. You know what I mean? That's one of my sacrifices. But yeah, now she uh, has a lot more pluses than like negatives. Like, and, yeah. and the food thing ain't even negative because no. she used to make the chicken. Like, here's a little secret, a little first for you. I ask for it. Mm. I love chicken nuggets. I love uh, turkey drummers, <laughs> chips and beans. Yeah, I, I don't love we it. All. Don't yeah. we all, but just not every day. Thank you. Yeah, you I go. hear that. I do there hear that. So in terms of pooing and farting, do you think we should just let it all out or do you think that is something we should keep reserved in the early stages of a relationship? It's possible you should keep it reserved in the early stages, but my mum, yeah, love you, mum. She will listen to this. She listens to everything I oh, do. I love you too, Steve's mum. But she will do a fart, so she'll do it. She'll go... But she would jump up and go, oh, and look around like she's surprised. And they go, oh, sorry. So why was you surprised if you knew it was you, mum? Yeah. And like, what made you jump? Sometimes you do jump at your own farts, even yeah. you know they're coming. But um, I like the way she does that, though. She's a bit innocent and girly with it. Even mm. now, even when she's switching to up and then she get into like girly mode, you know what I mean? So... But maybe, sometimes maybe you that. can't control it. Like I've literally woken myself up oh, in right. the night thinking that there's a trumpet player has entered my bedroom. And it's horrible. You know, you've got a man lying next to you and it's like, yeah. you think an air raid is going Mate, off. You can't out. help it. Like, And then you spend the rest of the night like, oh. Depending on your relationship, that will be banner. Yeah. Like if Emma done one and it was like a crazy sound, I'm telling the story the next day. Oh, you know what? The thing I always think is that if you're going to be with somebody and they're going to be funny about things like that, then that person is not going to be your yeah. future person. Because if you're prior to, you know, childbearing 
years with them, then mm. if you go through them years, they're going to see you potentially getting your vagina stitched up, pooing during labour. If exactly. you're not going to have kids with them, how are you going to grow old with them and become incontinent, wearing nappies, having to get them to wow. wipe your bum? Mm. But that's the future, well, potentially. If you're together in your 80s, so if they can't handle your farts now, are they going to be able to handle your tenor ladies when, when you're 75? I am saving money I will put her in the greatest home ever, though. <laughs> Do you know what? We should open up a care home for, like, safe people, like, so that when we all turn 70, we can all go into the same place and just... Rave it up. Like, yeah, we can get, like, elderly Bushkin, Fonty, Mighty Mo in every day in my the corner. Got, my mum's got an old people's home. Well, let's turn it into a sick old people's home for that was ready for us when we turn 70. See, you said that, and automatically I'm thinking, what a TV programme or what a film that would be. It'd be amazing. Just get Sick. some cameras in there. Listen, it's on right record down. now. It's right my down. idea. Right down. Well, I want 10%. Is that right. One, one sec. Oh, like, I want 50%. Exactly. You're in the game. <laughs> no, don't be so nice. 10%. You know what? I've got to learn not to be too nice. Right. Anyway, let's get on with these questions because real people, my followers, yep. I told them that you were coming here for the podcast and they were very excited. I got loads of questions. I had to whittle them down to a few. So we're going to ask what the people really wanted to know. They're a combination of general questions and some of them are about. Okay you and your relationship and your children and things. So the first question is, can you have a relationship with someone if you have sex on the first date? So can mm. sex on the first date lead to a long-term relationship? Yeah. How many dates in were you and Emma? Ah, oh, see, this is why I'm still with her now. Mm. Because prior to Emma, it was quite quick. Um, well, everyone let you have sex on the first date? No, not, not everyone, but... Back in that day, I used to make sure that I built it up. So when I did get on that first date, unless it was just a straight, you meet and then date home, like them normal dates. But if it was been speaking for a couple of weeks or whatever, and then you get in on the date or going round, then you would have lined it up. I would have lined it up. That you would have been expecting it to happen <sighs> on that night. Only expecting it because I would have lined it up. If like if the, what? So you've prepped it. When you say lined it up, do you mean prepped it yeah, like by talking about, it, yeah. about sex prior to the so date? When you would have come round, it would have been like prior to that. They would have said like, "Oh, when you come round, we're going to do this. Can't wait to see you." Blah, 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 blah. So you know it's coming. But wait, you're but you're making it sound like all them first dates happened at someone's house. Is that where they? Well, that's what I'm saying. Let's did any of these dates? So what? So so it sounds to me like there's a different definition between. You'll be speaking to some people and it will be quite a sexual vibe anyway. Uh-huh. And then the date will happen at one of the or the other's houses. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, inevitably, it's going to lead yeah. to sex. So are you saying then the other dates where you didn't speak about sex first and you took them somewhere, yeah. to like a restaurant yeah. or whatever? See, I know how this is sounding. That. But sounding... it sounds like you already knew where that girl was going to, where, where, what category you'd put her nah, in before. because... You... Necessarily, you're thinking, so you're saying if I go on a date, that means I'm thinking long term. Mm. If I'm going to their house, it's not long term. Mm. No. That's, so, so that's. So it's just what I'm saying. Some would be to the house, some would be a date. What, what was Emma? Tell by us the it. way, I'm kind of like there was loads. There was not loads, right? <laughs> before before Emma. Um, all, all so, Emma so Emma was, um, I tell, I'll tell you, Emma, because it was leading up to Valentine's Day. So I kept obviously texting her, texting her, and she's texting back, and she lied to me because I hadn't seen her. I've got a number of one of my friends in it, mm. so my friend had told me she was easy. Yeah, for real. Yeah, but he was just trying to act bad mm. and then impress me and all of this because she was not easy. Mm. She, she told me she had brown hair. Mm-hmm. She told me she was short. Um, 
but she's not too short, but she's not, she's not tall, she's not taller than me, but she told me she was short. Spoke, and I was loving her joke. She was quick-witted, as people know online anyway, so she's very quick-witted, and literally, I can honestly say I probably fell in love before I'd met her, because wow. just through texting. Like, mm. literally, she was a sick texter, and I was as well, to be honest, them times. Um, then we met on 15th of February, the day after Valentine's, although we call it Valentine's. Um, I went and picked her up from her house, mm. brought her to my house. No, lie. Went cinema. Went cinema and then went to my house. She wouldn't even kiss me. Had only... you had any sexual conversations on text no, before that? No, nah, she's not so... like that, fam. She's oh, just... you see. Yeah, she's not like well, that. Well, what's like that then? No, she's just not, even now. Although now she would do it, she'd be like, yeah, yeah. Like even the other day I was doing this to her, you know, when you put your two fingers up and you go, yeah. she's like, oh. But I was doing it to wind her up saying you're chatting rubbish. And she was like, oh, um, you can do that later. So she would come up with a little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little... But she's not someone who generally banners nah, about sex nah. or you wouldn't be able to have led that conversation. But then did that influence h- how you saw her? <sighs> Only because I was young. You've got to remember, man, them times they're talking about girls not farting and girls that wait longer. That's that's young talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I is agree. how it was back then. Mm-hmm. So I, I, she wouldn't give me a kiss that day. She gave me a kiss, a peck um, on the cheek. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, because I've just picked her up. I've took her cinema. I've taken her home because she didn't drive them times. And all I've got is a peck. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I had my, remember the Wally Ali Demi, whatever, them hats with all the scribbles on? Oh, yeah. Tight skull, I had that yeah. hat on. She always tells me about that. Um, proper footballer back then. But yeah, so I took her home. Then I think I met her a couple of days later. Again, I think I got a peck mm-hmm. on the lips, just a peck on the lips. Next time, I think I got a tongue. Mm-hmm. And then probably like, this is maybe now after about, Two weeks now, maybe about the fourth, fifth time she's come, stayed at mine. Mm. She wore these little boxer shorts. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I remember now, yeah, she had, a, she had this vest on, but no bra. Mm. So her, her big burger nipples were just sticking out. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, and I was meant to sleep. So my dad let her stay. Mum and dad let her stay around. Um, but I'm meant to watch a film and then leave her in my room and I go over to the other room. Mm. <laughs> I... Malia ever tries to tell me shit that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, it will not because I'm a because re- I'm real. So when she says I'm going to say Are you stupid, mm. no, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, but it wasn't stupid of Emma to come and do that with you. No, no, it no. wasn't. Nah, not no. But one sec. When we she's older, older, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about Leah now. Yeah, yeah. When we're older, no. right? So we're 19 these times. Mm. Well, she's 19. I'm, I think 18. She's year older. Um, so yeah, had the little shorts on. I sneaked back over. I said, I can't go and sleep over there. Got in bed. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. It was, that was it. And, and then the, from and there. The so, so, that, so, yeah, that was about, it took me, I'd say about like a month. But do you think, do you know anybody who's had a successful relationship with someone that they've had sex with on a first date? <sighs> I know loads. Yeah, I know people that are married. Yeah. I, I really think that, think, you know, do you know what I, what I always say to people is that, the, I don't think there should be any rules about that kind of thing. If you're both feeling incredible chemistry, you really like each other, it feels right, then then you you go with what feels right. The only reason that I don't recommend sex on a first date is because if they ghost you after, a lot of people ghost after first dates, second dates, whatever. And if you've had sex with them, then you're going to be constantly questioning why... Maybe mm-hmm. if I didn't have sex with them, then they wouldn't have ghosted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it does leave you feeling a bit kind of insecure and a bit of self-esteem, kind of like, ah, was the sex really bad? But if they're going to ghost, they're going to ghost anyway. And if you've had a great time and you've had an orgasm, then fantastic. Um, but I, yeah, I just don't think there should be any any rules on this kind of thing. I agree with you on that as well. 
I agree that it doesn't matter. I, like, it will. Listen, again, I think, I, again, but you're right. It goes back to how old you are. Because I think if yes. you are in your, I think if you're in your 30s, not, I don't think anyone's going to judge anyone for having yes. sex on a first date exactly. because you're grown and you know your own body and you know your own mind and you can take control of things. I definitely think it is more relevant for younger people who are first setting out into mm-hmm. their sexual lives. I think a 19-year-old, 20-year-old man is definitely going to judge or may be more likely to judge somebody yeah. for having sex on the first day. But we need to break down those stigmas. Um, that needs to change. But I remember my friend when we was younger, he actually met a girl licked her pum pum mm-hmm. and then she didn't vagina vagina um and then didn't what, you don't like pum pum well i don't know just in case anybody didn't know what we were talking okay. about um, there might be people i've got listen i've got followers in germany and all sorts they'll be thinking pum ah, pum. um i mean do you Sprechen. speak oh is it i think it's spacking well don't correct me if you Sorry, think yeah. okay <laughs> um but yeah he, he, he um licked her vagina mm. <clears throat> and she didn't call him back man that's bad, it's bad, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I, t- I don't... Listen, it depends on what the deal was at that time. Because I want everyone to know, because I know there's men them listening, because my friends listen yeah, to you and read, read, shall I say, mm. listen now, but read your blogs, right? Man them, I'm here for you too. But I'm also here for the ladies because I own three ladies. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for the mandem as well. Like I, actually, this goes to one of the questions. In fact, I'm going to ask this, this question now, which says that, do you think that some of the language that you use, oh. not talking to you, talking to mm. me, some oh. of the language that you use demonizes all men and tars them <sighs> as the same? Because you know what I wanted to say there is I'm here for the men too. I love men. That's been part of the bloody problem. Um, I, I think m- men are fantastic mm. and we need them. And I'm raising a little boy. Exactly. And so I don't want the language that I use to demonise all men. Steve is just opening up his uh, can. I'm trying to do it all quiet. <laughs> that is the loudest can, man. It is. What to you? Just future reference. Don't drink Rios on podcasts. <sighs> nah, it's authentic. Come on. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So, so I, I, do you I, think? I, 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 I want people when I when I'm writing about fuckboys, I want them to inter. I don't, What's so a fuckboy? Because you got to remember, this is now people listening. This might be people's first listen. Mm. You talk about fuckboys a lot. Yeah. What's a fuckboy? A fuckboy is anybody who, in the context of a romantic or sexual relationship with somebody, and when I say relationship, I mean just even talking. Uh, you know, just in in a romantic interaction, uh, a fuckboy is anybody who purposely hurts, mm-hmm. lies to, uses, deceives, manipulates, controls, uh, or generally just brings misery to the lives mm-hmm. of the person or people that they are dealing with. And fuck girls exist as well. Yeah. But I think certainly for my generation, a lot of people are telling me that fuck girls are, are, are massive now, like there's a whole generational change. But certainly for the women that I know, they are not out here hurting, lying to to, to men mm-hmm. that they, they, they behave in a, in a much different way whereas if you speak to most women they will have a story to tell you about a man who's fucked them over in some so way so you see ah, it's not me too that's a different movement isn't it me mm. too movements the me too is about Harvey se- sexual assault okay, so yeah. do you remember when it was probably a year ago two years ago when women started doing the hashtag and it was all about them Basically, getting their own back on men. Yeah, what was that hashtag? Exactly, what oh, was that? something, something for twenty eighteen. Yes. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah so I know that, what you're talking so about. You see, with this growth of, um, by the way, uh, most men are fuckboys. 
a lot, a lot of men are fuckboys. My friends, a lot of you are fuckboys, yeah? Trust I think me. that that is something that, that we should be open, that men should be open and yes. honest about. Yes, they should. And um, it will help them in the future. I, 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 I would admit when I've been a fuckboy in the past, I'll admit when I've been a bad boyfriend to Emma. You know mm. what I mean? But anyway, uh, do you think this whole growth of women, is it equality, mm. is now making them become the fuck girls? Because it's one of them things where, well, I'm, I can hold my own, I can do this, do that. I can also treat you like a cunt as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see, I don't, I, I, I disagree with that. I don't think that the fight for equality is going to cause... Being equal doesn't mean, okay, because there's a load of fuckboys, let's all be fuck girls <laughs> too. That's, that's not equality. Equality would be helping to break down the things that cause fuckboys. The reason that there's more fuckboys than there are fuck girls is because women are viewed often as sexual objects mm-hmm. um, and have different gender roles within society. There's expectations of women to be, a, a, you know, silent, um, not dress too slutty, but dress sexy enough to get male attention, yeah. be a wife and a mother and have a career now. You know, there's so many expectations of women to fit into a certain box and there's expectations of men mm-hmm. to fit into certain boxes as well. But I think that the way that women have been viewed historically over the years and the role that we've been given has led men to think it's okay to treat us in a certain way. Because for us, uh, male validation is, we're taught that that's the most important thing. If a man chooses you as his wife, or if a man finds you to be wonderful, then you've achieved something. But if a man doesn't validate you, then, then you're nothing. And so then I think that leads women to try to chase men and seek validation from men and seek being in a relationship above just loving themselves and being happy being single. There's two things there that came to my head when you were talking. One is, one, I think men, and I know I do, but or women, shall I say, if you want to dress like a stripper or whatever, like Mm -hmm. wear the skimpy clothes or whatever, and that's how you want to dress, like you will attract a man that likes that and that's nothing... Well, every man likes that, you know what I mean? Mm. But a man that likes to wife that, shall I say, right? And that means you found your perfect guy. Yeah. Why would you then not dress like a stripper or, I say stripper just because they wear less clothes, but yeah. whatever, um, and then attract the wrong guy? You know what I mean? Yeah. You've got to be you. You yeah. know what I mean? So, exactly, like, exactly. I think, I, so I any guy that is, that's yeah. not going to date you for dressing a certain way, he was never the right guy in the first exactly. place. Like Amber Rose, right? She now uh, self-titled, calls herself slut, right? Uh, and she attracts men that obviously likes that, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. she finds the men she likes and that's why she does probably fall in love because when she does something like that, her man will say, oh, I love you and you act like that. You mm. know what I mean? So but I just think people need to stop worrying about what other people think. And this comes in every, every category, women, men, sex, whatever, like people think too much of what other people are thinking. Mm. And I think if we did focus on, I want to dress like that or I want to wear that or I want to act like that, yeah, then that's how I'm going to act because then I'm only going to attract the people that are cool with that. But I think social media has is quite damaging. And so I, I, damaging I break down but... a lot of, of memes. Of, you know, you should always read my captions rather than looking at my pictures because mm-hmm. quite often I don't agree with the, the meme that I've posted. Yeah. And you'll often have things like there was a meme that someone did about if a girl's got a body count of more than six, then she shouldn't have a wedding. She should just have like a small gathering with some biscuits and dilutable orange juice or whatever. And people will laugh at that. But then everybody's like, you know, there's a big thing about body 
accounts. And actually, this was one of the questions, which was that uh, they asked, where is it? It says something about why are men so caught up on body counts of women, but not their own. And so there was this whole social media thing of a certain type of, you know, page that promotes this thing about any woman who slept with more than a certain amount of people is a hoe, you can't wife her, blah, blah, dirty bitch. And then if you try and comment on those big banter pages, say, actually, this is bullshit. You know, grown up people will have slept with, it it doesn't matter how many people. And then everybody in the, if you try and dare to say anything, people in the comments will be like, well, you just must be some dusty hoe, blah, 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 blah. So so even though there is this whole thing of, well, we shouldn't care what anybody thinks and and the your right person is not going to be someone who judges people for sleeping with people there is still such a volume of people oh, having their opinions on social media that i think you know it, it can get confusing about well what's right what's are you wrong? ready for this though this so this again leads on to that point and it's if again if that's how you're thinking then you think that way you don't follow pages that you know post stuff about that or have them people following that so if you start thinking that way your life should shape you only see and come across things that yeah. you are like-minded people. Mm. You know what I mean? So this is the problem. We'll not like hip-hop, yeah? But mm. then we'll follow hip-hop pages because we want to see the gossip and all of that. Mm. In hip-hop, we want to see what's happening with Kanye West. Well, in following them pages, we're then going to see the types of people that yeah. follow them pages and, to, and the type of people that will buy, uh, follow Kanye West but then laugh at him being mad. Mm. Like, I mean, I'm, I just can't... If I'm supporting someone... So, like... Me in life now, I'm trying to stay away and not even see the shit that annoys me. You know mm. what I mean? And it's easier said than done. You can go on the on the Instagram and you go on the explore page and yeah. something will pop up. You still have the option to say, okay, that person like I don't like. And mm. uh, then don't click on it. You know what I mean? So sometimes I annoy I follow people who annoy me on purpose. Well, I don't know if that's it. a bit of a weird thing. No, to it's do. not weird. That's this is it. This is this is humans, but then we cannot complain. Yeah. Once we when come we across, see annoying yeah. things, when when we come off it being annoyed. There's yeah. a couple of pages that I follow that really jar me and I'm like, but then I find myself sort of knee deep in them and I want to yeah. read the comments and I want to find other people who yeah. are jarred by it too. Yeah. And then I and then I've you know, spent 30 minutes being incredibly annoyed. On the page that you don't even like. Yeah, exactly. But this is it, this is why now, and I only find this stuff out because obviously I want to know why these trolls attack mm. me. I want to mm. know what makes you go on someone's page. I want to find out, like, what makes these people that call me the N-word and say all these awful stuff follow me. Or worse, they don't follow me, so mm. I'm not coming up on their feed or they're having to actually type my name in to go and look at what I'm doing mm. and then leave a horrible comment. Do you know what I find is that if I ever use the hashtag feminist, mm-hmm. I I will get a load of weirdos who clearly follow the hashtag feminist exactly. or find the hashtag feminist so that they can go onto pages and be like, oh, feminists are bitches. And it's like... Why? What is wrong with you? Why have you sought... Oops, sorry, I just smacked the mic. Why, why have you sought this out? Something that you don't like. Why are you finding me exactly. to attack me? Like, so, it's a lot but, of weirdos. This is it. So knowing that that's out, honestly, I'm trying my hardest to try and figure it out because it will help me understand the, the world I'm in. Like, mm. I mean, in the internet world. But this is the world we live in where we know these people are out there. Mm. They do that. They're, they're, they're actually following a hashtag feminist to get and moan at feminists yeah. and be horrible to them. Because we know that 
we got to train ourselves so hard not to it's get a, affected. You've got to get a suit of armour. Yeah, you've, got, you've got to get a suit but of armour. But you can train yourself, man. Um, but body count, I want to... Oh, yeah. I am not hung up on body count. I think once you get... Listen, if you're a woman and you're in, say you're in your 30s, right? I'd be a little bit worried. It's like, if you want to have good sex, mm. if you haven't got a bit of a body count, because it's experiences, you only get good at sex I think mm. once you've had a few different experiences with yeah. different people because you're learning from different people man I don't I hate the Just term body yourself. count I think body count makes it sound like you are forever haunted or carrying around like you know 10 men <laughs> on your shoulders or in your <laughs> vagina like you open your legs and it's all like oh Darren yeah. Joe <laughs> Mike they're always just like there haunting your vagina John pops out yeah. I'm, I'm still there. <laughs> I've been here for, for years let me out and I, while I do agree that you exchange energy with people that you have sex with I don't think that energy stays with you for the rest of your life I think if you are having sex with somebody who's really like a waste man some nasty road man who's out there doing all sorts of stuff then that is going to bring bad energy mm-hmm. to your life because you're making bad choices about who you're sleeping with but it doesn't have to stay once you've cleansed yourself of that energy and made the decision to get rid of that person their bad fuckboy energy doesn't stay with you forever so I think the term body count it's like that's that's what you say about people that murdered people like I think it's a horrible I think we we need to get rid of the term body count it should just be you know the amount of people you've slept with and actually I think that that should be completely irrelevant if I start dating a new man and he's like how many people have you slept with I'd be quite concerned adult, yeah, about that adult, question. That's like, I don't even talk to my friends. Mm. Like, we did when we were younger. Again, go remember, and that's why it's, it's, it's crazy with Emma because I've been with her since a kid. Mm. You know what I mean? And grown with this woman and it's different. I have, I have, I talk to a lot more people. I speak to a lot more people in, obviously because of the internet. So I'm seeing a lot more Different perspectives. Opinions. Mm. Opinions and perspectives, yeah, yeah. So um, more than her. So when I do have these convos of her, I almost want her to get online more and see mm. what I'm seeing, you know what I mean? But we're still talking. She, to be honest, I don't know, because she doesn't really go out much, but she still has a, a wide range of opinions mm. about different subjects and she knows a lot, to be fair. So we still stimulate each other. But um, yeah, sexually, and we, 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 we do agree a lot on the uh, mm. sexual right. Body count, I won't say that word, but yeah, mm. body count and things like that. We agree, man. And I asked her yesterday, which um, I'm guarantee you it's one of these questions, but the term slag. Mm. Like I said to her, what is a slag? You know what I mean? And it's so difficult. Yeah. I think it's more a slag. People, is again, when you're younger... I know girls that didn't even have sex that got called a slag. Yeah, well, I, th- I definitely think that those ter- those terms do start in secondary school. Yes. And when I look back to my secondary school days, there were certain girls in the school who were the slags. They were the slags. They were the what we would call lineup girls mm-hmm. or girls that got trains run oh. on them. And for those who don't know what that means is, and it's happening all the time, and I suppose there's a trigger warning on this. It's young teenage girls who get brought around to houses and they are they don't receive any payment or any money for it, but they will have a load of teenage boys or sometimes men coming in and all having sex with the same mm. girl one after the other or all getting um, oral sex f- from a girl one after the other. And there were girls, there was one particular girl in my school who was doing that all the time and we ripped her for it. We were just like slag, blah, blah, blah. And looking back on it now... As an adult, I, I 
it's, it's probably one of the things in my life I feel most guilty about because mm-hmm. this was a teenage girl who was being abused. But you was a teenager she, too, man. Exactly, but, and that's why I didn't understand it because in, in that context, there was no way she was doing that for multiple orgasms mm-hmm. and yes, sexual liberation. Exactly. She was doing that because she had no other choice. And even if she felt that she was choosing to go and do that, that comes from a place of sexual abuse and vulnerability and, uh, you know, so, so the fact that, that we called them slags, these girls that were going through that stuff, actually they were being abused but that's where I think the term slag kind of carries on from it's from secondary school where it's like you're a slag if you've had sex with a few people or done things with a few mm-hmm. people um but so I suppose what is an you know what is a slag once you're an adult well, is there there's not my definition there's not such a thing my definition of a slag and I'll say what I've always thought from young but it's only recently it's possibly that I, I don't know but my idea of a slag was if you've got two girls, mm. they've both slept with the same amount of men, right? Mm. Say loads, right? I say loads instead of a number. Um, but one of them has done it, like, but she sort of, like, tells men, like, oh, no, I don't really do that. and mm. But then he's doing it. But then the other one's like, yeah, man, I want, I want, I want to fuck. You're hot. Mm. Come here. Let's, let's do this. And does it, but owns it. Mm. I just think, for me, this is what I always thought, the difference was the girl that owns it He's just owning it. But the girl that's lying and doesn't know and all this, for me, that's a slack. But I think what that comes down to is actually where... rather than her having the label of slag, what that comes down to is your respect. So you're respecting the fact that the girl who's open about it has slept with oh, people. Oh, my respect. Okay. Yeah, so you're, you respect mm-hmm. the fact that she's real about it, but you don't respect the one who does it but is not honest and open about it. But the one who does it and is not honest and open about it is only not honest and open because she feels that she may be judged and not respected by being honest but and open this about is it. You've got to just, if that's you, which is easier said than done in this mm. horrible, judgmental world we live in. But if that's you, let it be you if yeah. you're promiscuous. I, like, I, you know what yeah. I mean? But that was that is my, um, uh, that's what I thought. And But even when you say it now, that's what I'm saying. It's like, mm. I still don't know. I just think men and women should be judged exactly the same. To me, there is no difference in if a man is slept with 100 people and a woman is slept with 100 people, I'm going to be looking at them in exactly the same way, mm-hmm. which is in no way, because as far as I'm concerned, what you're doing in the bedroom is none of my business. Yeah. It doesn't affect who you are as a person. And I, I don't, I don't think, I think it's pretty weird that we concern ourselves with what, people have done in the bedroom even if we're getting into relationships with them i don't need to know how many people my new boyfriend has slept with what's relevant is that he's not going to sleep with any more now that we're together you see like the celebs that for instance um i can't think who it was one of the celebs the other day was on breakfast club talking and she was saying basically like people will call me a hoe or whatever because they've seen that i've slept with a b c and d in the celeb world Mm. but that's all the people we see because we're mm. going to the same parties, blah, blah, blah. So she could sleep with four people, but because the four people are known, yeah. then she's a slag or a hoe. Mm. But someone else could sleep with 20 people, but no one knows, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. like, like, so there's whole different interpretations. And as I say, like, there's been my friends with a group of friends and the girl could have slept with two of the boys mm. out of the group of friends. She's a slag. Yeah. I don't think it. Yeah. Or, I don't know. A lot of people might not think that, but she will still get called a slag because she slept with two people mm. that in the same... Like, what do you think on that? Is it... You know what I mean? Well, Is that now you your choice to say, okay, well, nah, mate, as much as I want to sleep with you, Frank, 
Like I've slept with Billy. You know yeah, what well, I mean? Do you think you should cut yourself off for that? Because exactly. especially, you? I mean, we, we live in London, which so it's different. You've got kind of like masses of people to choose from. But mm-hmm. if you've grown up in some small village in Cumbria mm-hmm. and there is literally just one pub and one post office and you've yeah, got to drive happen. for miles, then, you know, you're going to be sleeping. Man. It's going to be a bit incestuous. It's, she still would get called the slag or whatever, but mm. man. But then the man wouldn't. And that's yeah. that's the problem with it. If you're going to call a woman a slag for sleeping with Frankie and Johnny, then you've got to call Johnny and Frankie a slag for sleeping with Michelle and Susan. My biggest fear is that my daughters mm. become the ones that sleep around. I, well, I honestly I have nightmares about it. It's unlikely that they will. I, they won't. I've told them. The thing I tell Leah, and I tell her all the time, you are a Rolls Royce. But also, can I just say, women are born yeah. with sexual organs, <sighs> clitorises. Mm. I'm not talking about your daughters specifically, but like in general, mm-hmm. we are born with organs to receive sexual pleasure. And what I would want for my son, I don't want my son sleeping around either, unless he wants to. And that's what makes him happy. <sighs> and unless he is safe. But I would prefer my son to make choices about relationships where he explores his sexuality with safe people. Um, but I don't want him to just sleep with one person the rest of his life unless he just wants to sleep with one person the rest of his it, life. It is, it's not the fact, again, it's not even numbers. If they had sex with someone, women now, not my daughters, I don't know, but <laughs> women, if you had sex with someone mm. like that guy, had a good connection, mm. ended sweetly, yeah. Had sex with another person yeah. like that guy because this can happen. Yeah. Ended sweetly, like, then I wouldn't mind you could do that a hundred times. Yes, but, exactly. but it's I know that that ain't what happens. And each one you have and you have sex, like you said, you you walk away like, why did I do that? Why did I do it too but, early? But why did I try are, that with but him? Yeah, exactly. And, and and but but in a way, these are sort of rites of passage. It would be wonderful if every woman could avoid those experiences where mm. she's had somebody had sex with somebody who she she shouldn't have. I'm not sure if men have those regrets as much as we do but certainly for women we i think 70 percent of us would probably say i wish i hadn't done that or Mm -hmm. i'd slept with this person because i was craving intimacy or i had a void that needed to be filled i felt lonely or whatever um but but kind of you almost need to go through that to learn how shit it is when you do go through that and as long as you come out of that without having any major emotional damage or getting pregnant by that person Mm -hmm. and it all going wrong you know i don't to me, there is nothing wrong with it. So what, what I think we should hope for our children, rather than thinking, I hope you just don't go wild and fuck a million people, but if you want to, do it safely. Um, I hope you don't do that, but if you do, firstly, I'm not going to judge you for it, and I don't think anybody else should. Um, but also, I hope that you have your sexual journey and your and, and you have a great time mm. sexually. Uh, uh, that's all we can hope for, that they grow into adults who are secure and who love themselves and who... Who generate love from other people and who have a great time, and they're going to make mistakes, and we can't control that. Let's just hope that we don't I find out about those fuck mistakes. Fuck anyone up, girls. Yeah, that you want me to. It's that simple. Daddy loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's let's, difficult. Let's, well, actually, so this is one of the questions: was how do you deal with daughters growing up in this uh, sex sexualized society, and what's the biggest challenge when raising kids that are ready to date in this fuck boy fuck girl era? Well. Yeah, Leah, my 13-year-old, <clears throat> got a boyfriend. Is it serious? She thinks it is. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'd love for her to be with this geezer 
kid till she's old. Mm. Obviously, of course she would. Um, will she though? Come on, thirteen. Well, I think it's you know the the biggest I'd love thing. It I'd love it. He's a good little kid right now, and like he seems his mum's really nice and a single mum, so he really looks after her. Mm. He really respects women and all of that. So um, it's all looking great, but. Mm. I just know what it's like. I remember being in love at 13. Yeah. I mean, if I could go back and tell myself anything, it would be to stay the fuck away from men and boys Mm. until I was at least in my mid-20s because I think I would have probably... I I had... My dad wasn't always the greatest. He made me feel very rejected and stuff. So I think I was always seeking something from men. I wanted love. I wanted to be validated I wanted to be yeah I just wanted a man to love me which is something that I never really had with my dad and um so I always I kind of create put myself out there as you know I'm sexy you know I felt that that's all I had so I think I probably did sleep with people or do sexual things with people too early because I wanted um I thought that that was all I had to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the thing for me, what I would tell daughters growing up in a sexualized society is, is number one, what you have to offer is so much more than your body. Um, but number two, don't even think about offering your body or, or think about boys or men or relationships until you are completely secure with yourself, until you understand who you are and until you've got your career sorted, you've done some traveling. You don't need to meet the person that you're going to have babies with when you're 13, 14, 17, 18. You don't need to do it. I tell her that and I tell, I tell her as well, um, if you're not ready and the boy says, let's do this, do this, whatever, mm. He's not the one. 13 is too young to negotiate sex. I don't oh, care no, what anybody no says. No way, mate. I, I, I mean, 16, pff, no, I, I think mate. he's even too too young because it's a very complex subject. Man, I, oh, I just don't want her to do it, mate. Like, mm. I'm hoping because she's, at the moment, she's like very, she's in the information uh, area where she wants to learn about a lot of stuff, Leah. Mm. So the meat, and not eating meat, I don't think she might want to change from that and mm. drinking a lot of water now. She's like actually learning about the dangers of sugars and all of this. So yeah. The dangers of men is a big one. I'm hoping she mm. becomes a celibate. No, not celibate. She's celibate <laughs> now, isn't she? Obviously, isn't it? Well, she's not Obviously, had sex she, exactly, before. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the one when you... Until you're Abstinent, married. yeah. Yes. Abstain. Man, I'm trying to feed little books into her. There's one I've put in, in between her. Bino magazine mm-hmm. and, her, and, her, and her secret book she's got. But yeah, no, nah, all jokes aside, I'm, uh, uh, I want to guide, but yeah. you know, as a woman, you, a girl, you, the you best gotta... thing you can do as a dad is, is the opposite of what my dad did. I was never secure with men or secure with myself. Like my, my dad used to choose other women over me and my sister all the time. We had experiences when I was a child where my dad would refuse. I remember my mum took us for for a weekend at my dad's and he opened the door and he looked at me and he was like, you look like a tramp. You are too ugly for me to take you out this weekend. I had this big weekend plan, but you, you know, how can I, how can I step outside? And we spent the whole weekend inside. Mm. So the damage that that does to, to a little eight year old girl who then has to think, Oh my God, I'm not pretty enough for my dad to love me. So what do I have to do to make men love yeah. me is, is promote myself as this beautiful, sexy, wonderful, you know? So I think for you, you've already done a fantastic job because you have protected your daughter from a lot of the dangers of men by being a good mate 
male and being a good male role model. So when they see somebody who's not behaving in the same way as you, they recognise that as being bad. Whereas for me, I didn't have that much. saw people behave in the same way as my dad and I was driven towards them. Well, actually, my dad's a narcissistic fuckboy who was out, you know, shagging whoever he could. So to me, that was the role model. So I think your, your daughters are already well well ahead of anybody who sadly okay. has had a, a, a dad like me. And that's why also we have to make it as, you know... It's important that What's we as women, role? well, this is what I was going to say. One, one of the things that we have to do is choose the right men to be the fathers for our children. Um, but we can't always do that. And sometimes people change. And there are mummy issues too. Don't get me wrong. And I think a lot of people don't connect the dots between how important the role models that you see in childhood are in terms of how you behave as an yeah. adult and the relationships that you choose. So you can have a toxic mum or a toxic dad. Luckily, I had a fantastic mum. She was incredible, but she was being fuckboyed over by mm. my dad. So I never I never saw that wonderful role model. Yeah. And sometimes you can have fantastic parents and still end up yep. lost. And That's what I'm saying. That's why having these chats, you sound like you have a lot of answers, by the way. Um, Thanks. But man, is, is there a correct answer? Because every answer you say of how... I don't know, a lady or a man handled a situation, we could probably counteract. Of course. And and human beings are so individual. So yeah. I can sit here saying, well, this, this is this. And, you know, there'll be a woman who can come and say, my dad was a piece of shit mm-hmm. and I only ever had sex with one man in my whole life and I've always been totally yeah. secure. That's fine. But I think you can kind of... Patterns. Yeah, there, there, patterns, there are yeah. patterns. And, yeah. and not everybody's going to agree with me and you, but interesting discussions, yeah. I guess. Are you, are you farting? Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually saw you like lean <laughs> over to one side and strain it out. And yeah, Sorry. I did hear it. I don't know if that was picked up on the... Um... Hey, sound man, do you hear that? <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. Come on, man. No, but you know, yeah, but you know what? I, I wish in my life that I was able to just go around farting like that. Why can't you? Because we've had a whole big conversation about this already. Yeah, but I'm saying like, if that's you... What I'm saying... Well, it's everyone. Everybody farts. It's not, is this you or is this... Everyone has a bum hole... And if you went like that and lifted up and done it, I'd probably lean over and spud you. Would you? But, yeah, we, we, like but if you were single, would you then, if we weren't like, if, Depends if, if you've done it all the time, if I was a potential girlfriend of yours and, and you I kept doing it, no, no, no. So that would put you off. If you kept doing what I just did there. If up, I literally, yeah, <clears throat> one eye closed, Ooh. Popeye, I've got another one. But, um, oh, don't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. It didn't smell by the way. No, don't. <laughs> I'm really angry. Sorry, right sorry, sorry. See, and that's what Emma has to put up with, right? And it's like, some, a lot of girls message me and go, man, how? How does she put up with you? But because that's how, she don't mind that. Her dad was probably like that with her yeah, mum. Well, well, my dad, my dad was like that. I still, you know, I, but, I, I don't mind unless, unless they smell. Imagine you didn't know. It's all right. Imagine you didn't know that I did that, yeah? Yeah. And, um, a year in, I then became this big bloated guy that shits all the time. Farts like man, straight away first day. Ask Emma, man, pooped on the, in the car. That's not alright. <laughs> but this is the thing. I started off as me. Mm. You know what I mean? And this is why now, like, no, 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 no. But it's not. But, but this is what I'm going back to. I just made this point. If this is me, this is every everybody does shits and farts. Mm-hmm. Everybody, male, female, whatever. Right? Yeah. Some of us might enjoy fart humour. Like my my son, 
is very into fart humor. <laughs> I think it's very funny to sit on me and fart. <laughs> his farts are hilarious. It's all about farts and poo. He will hold his head's girl, um, girlfriend's head under the sheets in the future. Probably. He does it to me. He <laughs> finds all of that very amusing. I don't find any of that very amusing, to be honest with you. But I, you know, I, I, I fart around him because it really makes him laugh. If I do a really <laughs> loud one, he thinks that's just absolutely brilliant. And uh, mm. But I would never do that, like, in the first few weeks or months of a relationship. But if your man does find it funny if he does but in the future yeah i suppose maybe that's a good first date question then isn't it what's your opinion on a woman farting get out there mate find yeah. out like find out like there's there's obviously going to be a few main things mm. all the other little things on the fins that can be don't mind change or doesn't really matter yeah that'd be cool but there's going to be like a five things that are massive no-nos find them early <laughs> yeah, before true. you start spending money or get feelings yeah because then you become a, there's a problem get it out but early. i think those things are more like you know deeper stuff rather than fart, farting wouldn't you say i would say that that's more about are you are we on the same page about like you know religion and yes, politics yes, yes. and well, yeah. you know but farting's religion to me so that would be on my five <laughs> fartology <laughs> right so the, the next question is why do women find it weird to carry condoms um because of the stigma of you be slag which we don't even know what it means but you would be that thing that we so don't you're know what a slag means. if you have safe sex exactly but if you not. don't carry one and you go out there and you just have unprotected sex should, with someone that, it that's should be the opposite right. way around it yeah, should be exactly. if you have a condom then you're a clean girl well uh, let me just put a caveat on that because having a sexually trans i don't actually know oh wow <laughs> <laughs> I just hear people saying it sounds good. I think a caveat means a kind of like additional sort of disclaimer okay. bit on there, which is to say that cleanliness is not a word that should be used when we're talking about sexually transmitted infections because having a sexually transmitted infection does not mean you're not clean. You can okay, be yeah, the most hygienically true. clean person mm-hmm. ever, had sex with a man that you're in love with and he, he's given you warts, chlamydia, yeah, gonorrhea okay. and herpes. does not mean that you are not clean. But I think clean is a term that people use, isn't it, to sort True. of signify she doesn't have any infections. And but. these are the terms that um, with a bigger platform, like, platform that I'm on, I need to have the right and correct terms mm. because the future, whether you like it or not, is listening to mm-hmm. us, to me. So it's um, like, I'm glad you said that there because you're right. Yeah. It's very important. And I think that's that kind of terminology is what affects women yes. from not wanting to carry condoms because then they're not, they're seen as, mm-hmm. you're seen as dirty yes. because you're prepared for sex. Mad. So I think it goes back to that thing of, you know, what you're saying is that I suppose you want your daughters to get into sexual situations with men who they've been dating for a while, where it's progressed to that stage. They're in something really tight and exclusive, in which case you wouldn't need to carry condoms around because mm-hmm. you know which date you're going to have sex with them. But also we have to be realistic that life is life. And sometimes you're going to get into situations with people where you have sex and you weren't planning for it and you mm-hmm. didn't know it was going to happen and it just happens. And if you are going to do that, then having a condom with you is yes, yeah. is really preferable. And I think a lot of people end up having unprotected sex just for the very fact that it's kind of like if you're getting into a fiery, passionate moment, it's a bit difficult to stop and say, oh, we need on. to go shop because like, oh, well, yeah. we ain't got any with us. Well, I've done that and then three kids later, I wish I'd nip down to the <laughs> shop. Well, condoms are free. I would really like somebody like Jurex to sponsor me, actually, because I feel like... um, Well, that's what you should... Yeah, that's what you should do. I need some money. What should I do? Just ring Jurex and say, listen, I talk about safe sex a lot. How do you get sponsorship and stuff like that? I'll speak to my management and and, and they can uh, help you with that. 
Oh, thanks. No, I think so. Because that's, you're right. Because what it is, I know how one clued up you are mm. on, on this stuff and clued up because you care. Like a lot of people get clued up on things because they like, I don't know. But you actually, yeah, you care, you know what I mean? I do, so yeah. um, I think that Pete brands like Durex and I don't know, is it bad? I don't know no other condoms. Um, Trojan. Trojan and all them ones there um, should be sponsoring this podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be great. Yeah. I need some bloody money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think women should find it weird to carry condoms. I think you should be prepared. Obviously, check the dates on them because condoms does, can come on, go what's off. That? The dates matter on a condom. Dates matter. Because, How? But, well, because I think, I believe, I mean, I don't know, maybe Jurex can contact me and <laughs> let me know and I'll give the right answer. I, I would imagine it's got something to do with the lubrication that's on the condoms, which could potentially make them more likely to disintegrate after a certain amount okay. of time. I think with that kind of thing, don't don't mess around. Um, and there's so many myths and stuff around. around I, I used to um, help people learn how to put condoms on. Um, at, oh, on a banana or something? Oh, well, I had a little plastic penis. This was my job for several mm. years. I was a sexual health uh, advisor. And uh, a lot of people don't know, you know, you've got to pinch the top so that there's room for the semen to gather. You've got to roll it down in the right. It's got to be the right way round. Because if you don't pinch the top and the semen, it's all like proper spread on the top of your arm. I'm going to call it helmet. What's the top of it called? Head. Um, yeah. Helmet. Um, then obviously the condom would be all filled and then that's and more chance of splitting bottom, or more chance or, of splitting, isn't it? Because you yeah. filled it up. Right? Yeah, there's more chance of splitting, more wow. chance of it all sort of leaking out the bottom. And still, and then going in the girl making her pregnant. It can do, yeah. My God. Pinch I mean, the top, fellas. Pinch the top. Pinch the top. Yeah, never use two condoms. I've heard people... What do you mean? What, at the same time? Yeah. But like, put one and then two? One, yeah, some... I've do heard, people do that? Some idiots do. Double bagging, they call what? it. Again, this is a very childish thing, but people will be like, if you're sleeping with a dirty girl, well, first of all, don't, don't sleep, sleep with people who you perceive yeah. to be dirty. Um, but secondly, yeah, they'll be like, yeah, double bag it. No. That is the the, the most likely way that a condom is going to split. My God. The, two, the rubber yeah. rubbing against each other is going to disintegrate it so um but yeah condom use is incredibly important pre-cum you can also get pregnant from pre-cum so even if you're thinking oh we're just messing around you can get infections from pre-cum as well you can get infections without having sex herpes and things like that can can transmit very easily through touch and and whatever else so uh there was something the other day someone told me um, it was in the in the boys group hey fellas there's an excuse for you there was something going around Mm. that like I don't know, if, I don't know where it was, but there was something that was if the geezers an easy get out. There was like something going around, like something to give you chlamydia or something, something. I'll mm-hmm. find out. Yes. What do you mean an easy get out? So you, if you, <laughs> so, so you, was you, if you was to get caught, cheating. you say, hey, well, look, look, this, this is what's been happening. That's how the boy, like, these boys <sighs> groups are savage. I'd like to be in in one just so I can get a number. It's, I should, yeah. Listen, that would okay, help the show. No, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I wouldn't put I'd you. Love I, would, that. I wouldn't snake you and put you in my group. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, someone might do that. That's good. Undercover. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to ask you some more questions about uh, Emma. Okay. Which one of the questions was, um, will we ever see her? And how did she deal with your fame? Because she's obviously, so for people who don't watch Steve-O, we never see Emma. Just hear her voice. We just hear her voice. And she's brilliant, actually. She's so funny. She deals with you in a fantastic way. I actually sometimes feel like she's the more dominant one in the relationship. Oh, she is. Well, happy wife, happy life. Yeah. We'll just call her wife and she's not. But um, yeah. You know the saying. So yeah. Um, Will we ever see her? Yeah. Listen, man, I'm very close to getting the show. Mm. 
And I say TV show, it might not be going onto TV. It might be something that loads up on Snapchat's Explore page. It might mm. be something on Facebook Watch. But I'm very close to making this um, uh, show. And mm. for that reason, I, I need to carry it on. Carry on not being able to see Emma. Because I would love to show the people that I've followed for five years. Yeah. And, and, and part of my Spartan membership I'm doing, I'm building a built website and it's gonna, I'm going to have a Spartan member section. I would love for them to be able to have put videos on there and yeah. see them but I've figured out a way that you can't screenshot from my page mm. um, Netflix do it a lot of pages do it but you could just get your phone and record the screen mm. you know what I mean so mm. there's, I would love to be able to share Emma with my closest Spartans but yeah. it just won't happen but I think I'm going to start doing shows next year live shows where I set the stage like it's my front room and mm. bring guests around and whatnot. that's a good um, idea yeah so Again, I'm going to take people's phones off them at the start if they're mm. prepared and then I'll bring them out. Like, ah. yeah, I will, I will do that and they can see us. We don't hide her because like, oh, you can't see my girl and all of that. Yeah. But like, it's just how it started. And Emma's, I think it works. It's a bit like that Tom and Jerry thing yes, where, you, where exactly, you don't yeah. see the, you just see the but ladies' When legs. Emma's out with the girls, obviously then people notice, you know what I mean? Yeah. And people notice her voice now. The, mm. the, the people that watch regular notice her voice. See, even got her tattoos noticed on her feet in the summer. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I've used to film her feet a lot. So it's getting very close where um, I'm probably going to have to reveal something up because it'll probably come out anyway. But at the yeah. moment, my, my supporters, my followers, my Spartans have been very, um, they've been good with it. They've not taken no photos. There's nothing online. So That's I respect good. them for that so That's much. Really man. Nice. Yeah. I worry about that sometimes because I would like to stay anonymous forever. Mm-hmm. And I, I just hope some wanker doesn't decide to put my photos out because it's just it's unnecessary it's just unnecessary it's not a night it's you know what I mean just let me though, mugs mate some mugs yeah. out there but again so I'm saying like I was at the stage where I thought all humans were trash except for my mum dad and my family but um, as I say these nice things the people that we say we love you yeah. back to and that like yeah, well, see, I don't think, you know, a lot of times I'm like, the world's fucked, people are fucked, mm-hmm. uh, which actually relates to the next question a bit. But um, I, I think there's more great people yeah, out there than there is. are bad ones. So that's this is one of the, the next questions, uh, which says, what is normal behaviour when dating? I've been fucked over so often, I don't even know anymore. So I think what happens is that women, particularly, I speak for women a lot, but I think it's probably men as well, um, have so many shitty experiences with men, you know, especially if you're out there on Tinder and all of those things, you might be going out on lots of dates and those dates don't end up in relationships. Those dates end up with you being ghosted, with you being, having sex with somebody who you think is going to turn into a relationship, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't and blah, 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 blah. So I think, I think what then happens is people go out into dates and they're expecting to be fucked over. So they can't even behave normally anymore because they're expecting to be fucked over. So what is normal behaviour when dating? Normal, is, 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 is it, we generalise. Mm. Normal is what's normal to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, you've been on 10 dates, like, what, when you was on those 10 dates, like, what, what was the pattern? You know what I mean? Because that's surely, it's, it's about patterns. Mm. And normal is your regular pattern. You know I mean, if you, div, is it, what's the word? Detever. Away from that, <laughs> I don't know. Deter, it's not worth it. Deter, deviate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you deter um, from your patterns, then you're going to start finding fuckboys, mm. or, or, or you know what I mean. Or I don't know, man. Like it's just 
Do like, what I think seems we, right. we, yeah, and I think we've said this so many times in this podcast. It's just be you, yes, and don't allow anybody to believe that the, your version of you is not correct. Yep. Whoever you are is going to be perfect for somebody yes. in the future, and yes. your soulmate is going to see that, and they're going to identify that, and they're going to go, "You are amazing for me. I don't care if you've slept with five thousand people. I don't care if you fart left, right, mm-hmm. and centre." So, so yeah, I think the most important thing when going out in any type of date is to really be you and own it and hold it. And if someone doesn't like it, that's not a bad reflection on you. It just means they were not your match. I think we settle. Sometimes we'll we'll go, okay, that's not me. That's not for me. That's not for me. Oh, I can't even bother to search no more. Mm. This guy will do or this girl yeah. will do. And that's not the correct thing to do. You know Absolutely what I mean? Absolutely not. So, no. yeah, like for me, what is the, as I say, it's just in any industry, like the, Dating world's an industry, I guess, like, if you look at it like that, like... Yeah, it's a huge industry. Yeah, don't give up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. until you will find your Mr. Right and, or, or, or Mrs. Right. But also, as well as not giving up, don't make finding a partner, like, your life mission. Yes. Because finding a boyfriend or girlfriend is not going to resolve your loneliness. It's mm-hmm. not going to resolve your... Into any internal yeah. issues that you've got, you know self-love is really important and once you found yourself and you're totally content and happy being single that's when greater yeah. opportunities are going to present themselves when you stop partners. searching that's when and this is again like you put it in all walks of life but when you stop searching usually it just drops on your lap yeah you know what i mean so yeah yeah man stop um, searching exactly just be content, content and then yeah. the, the right people will come you along you see that guy at the um fish shop and then yeah, draw him cause yeah exactly do women draw men and if um, you do draw a man is it considered like like desperate or you know what i mean again another well i think i think it's getting more uh, um, do you know what i'm trying to find a way of like filming you as you're talking but then if i'm filming you straight onto my insta stories then as i'm doing this it's going to start playing the sound isn't it so if i'm like because I, I just wanted to hang I'll on hold it and no, film let, myself. no you want to film me? I want to film you, but then I want to be able to... So so that was a good question you just asked. I'm really sorry for interrupting. That's cool. that's a, do Do women shoot their shot at men? Yeah. I think they do. I do it all the time. But then I don't know if that's the right thing to do. I think men respect it when when women... Adults. This, yeah. is, this, is, the, this is the thing I've gathered from this talk with you, which is a great thing, is that like you men mature. And yeah. when they do mature, the little, the things like calling girls slags for sleeping with men and calling a girl desperate for approaching you, that all goes out the window, in my opinion. That's I a agree. young thing. That's I for agree. young boys, you know what I mean? So, the great thing is that. that we talking about that <laughs> yeah, so that's exactly, I knew that was going to happen. Mute it. Mute it. Yeah, but then if I mute it, then it's not, it's then. Oh, I sit here. let me teach All right, you. one minute, let me, it's, it's too late now, it's too late now. This is I'm, live, I'm just, people, I'm this sorry. is what we do. <laughs> I'm just going to have to do this now. No, but it's needed, this is needed, this is, I've, I've told Lala that yeah. you have to post and let the people see bits and it leads them to the podcast and things like that, man, so. Yeah. Do your thing, girl. Sorry, I'm just trying not to ruin things in the process. Right, here we go. I'm just going to post this now. I've only got one last question on. for you anyway. But uh, but yeah, I think, you know, I, I think if a man has an issue with a woman shooting her shot, then I don't know what's wrong with him, really. I don't think that these gender roles should be like, the man should always be the one well, that again, does this. Well, again, this and... brings it to some men will like it, some men won't. Mm. Like, now, if you're the girl that... You've got to find a man that likes it. Exactly. So then men that don't like it. It's not going to be it's the one It's down to them me. to be honest, though. It's like, it's just all, it goes round in circles, you. Guys, women that change themselves to impress a guy that 
probably lies on who he is. Mm. So we're all just, not all of us, but I don't, but we're all out here lying, not getting the people we like because we're not being ourselves. Exactly. It's, I could not be agree yourself, more. man. Trust me. Right. The, la- the last uh, question is, mm-hmm. and we'll make this the last one. We'll try and keep it brief because I know people have probably been listening to this for like an hour and a half now. That's true commitment. Yeah, and I hope we've entertained them. Just listening on the train or wherever it may be. Yeah. Listening to my voice, maybe while you're laying on the bed. Very soothing, your voice. Licking the bean. Oh, God. Oh, that's such a horrible <laughs> term. <laughs> oh, I've always wound you up like that. I love it. I, love, I don't I love, like it. I know, I know you don't. <laughs> right, okay. So the final question is, how do you th- keep things spicy in the bedroom after 15 years? <sighs> so you've asked the guy that Mrs. doesn't season about spice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I thought that that was what kept you together. She's amazing in bed, even though her cooking is... I'll be honest. So at the start of our relationship, uh, Em, I know you're listening. Remember when, like, I said, I'm leaving you because you wouldn't give me head? (laughs) I nearly choked. That's a bit horrible. Again, I was young. I but, know, but okay. imagine a boy no. saying that to your daughters. I'm well, not. I'm going to leave you if you unless you give me a blowjob. What kind of fuckboy behaviour? You know what Emma that? said to me? Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Good. And I did. Oh. For a day, <laughs> and I said, you know, all right, fuck it. And then, but then, <laughs> then later on, whatever in it, she's like, okay, I'll try now. <laughs> oh, uh, stop! <laughs> but um, yeah, she tried later on, whatever. But point being, um, uh. Point being... Yeah, what is the point of this? What was the point of that? What I don't was, know. Was the, the question, question was, was how to keep things spicy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So point being is you you try things, you know what I mean? You try mm. things. And um, Emma, God bless her little cotton socks, <laughs> <laughs> has always tried when I've wanted to try. And some things I've tried and, mm. oh, oh, man, I didn't... They told me in the football dressing room that was good. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was shit. Um... But yeah, so there's the thing, and, and also you just knowing what she likes and knowing what I like. She likes, she knows I like when my balls get to get played like she, mm, whatever. That's but, beautiful. Um, but yes, yeah, she knows. So yeah, yeah. But there's still more. There's still more to try and. And I think that's the point, isn't it? Is that I think how to you know, I mean, my longest relationship was six years, and uh, I think you've just got to really make a commitment to keeping that passion there because it can, you can get really into a rut you can get very much into a routine mm-hmm. sometimes you don't even talk you know they come home from work dinner's on the table bed wake up might have a bit of like morning sex which is in and out shake it all I like, out I, like I love sex. all that I love oh, all that cool. but I think to keep it spicy I yeah. guess if you want to keep passion in a relationship I mean you have to really make time I think you have to organise weekends away without the kids even if it's just one night where you can have yep child free um and yeah it's just keep on having that communication and well i remember and i've actually i tried i sneakily filmed it i the kids went away um so i said to emma like this you get me i put my do-rag on <laughs> I, I greased up a bit and that uh, i said to her come and then she said uh okay i, I got i got washing to do like she sees when the girls go away as a chance to clean the house yeah. and get things done yeah now I mean, i'm trying to get you done and then you're trying to get the housework <laughs> done so i've got her in but then obviously because i've stopped her from doing the washing it then becomes like oh. then the girls ring so again i remember watching this that's one the comedy actually. side of it you yeah. know what i mean but um 
the answer to that is we go again straight after you. I mean, you try again the next day. Just, well, but the answer to that is to really plan it I and know. to not let life get in the way and to say, you know, the, whatever, next Saturday is going to be our day. I'm going to try and get everything done in advance. And if it's not done, fuck it. Like, it doesn't matter. The washing's always going to get done. The kids are always going to get dealt with, you know. See, um, she's telling you what you should do. Get the washing done early. Well, why don't you do the washing? <laughs> See, again. And help her out with that. No, no, no. no do you do no, all no, you know that what, sort of stuff? I, I'm honest. I need, that's something now, again, as I'm learning about myself, although I had to get mental strength before I started learning about the physical things, the cooking and all that, that's coming. But um, that's something I will, I will do. But at the moment, I'm really putting all my focus into just securing the future yeah. for the family. Making like literally, yeah, I really am. And um, she's okay with that. She's yeah. okay. She still moans and says I need to do bits, but I will... Something I wish not something I'm like, well, no, nah, man, this is how it goes. I'm gonna work and you're gonna do that. No, 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 no. Mm. I will learn how to cook. I want to give her an evening off that she can then go, doesn't have to do the cooking and then you don't go. don't have get to learn how to cook, like, it's, it's so incredibly easy. No, like, it's you not. just, yes, it's it, cooking is so easy. And I'm really teaching my son from now. I get him to help me all the time with cooking because it's not just my mm-hmm. role. I enjoy cooking. I'm a feminist, I love cooking. I love well, feminists like cooking. This is why we label you lot. Listen, I know that everybody thinks feminists are a bunch of angry, mm. hairy armpit sandal wearing lesbians who don't want to do anything for a man. Well, That's you, you not have my got hairy armpits. No one no, knows you haven't. No, they no I I'm don't have hair. Right you can feel my arm. Well, no, you can't actually. That's <laughs> your armpit. No, I was going to say you can rub my armpit, but no, my armpits oh. are smooth. But I, I think that feminism has become a dirty word. People mm. think that what it means is that you can't do any of these sort no to me being a feminist is i love cooking mm-hmm. and so i therefore i will cook however just because i have a vagina doesn't mean that i should be expected yeah. to cook if i didn't love cooking don't Wouldn't. expect me to yeah. do that that to be my role just because i am a woman so you can be a feminist and like getting choked in the bedroom if it's your choice don't think you can choke me just because i'm a woman i brought that into the uh sex probably about six years in mm. started choking at my Sorry for that. Yeah. Really, no. Oh, thanks. It's normal. It's normal. Well, it's no, it's not normal. Is it not? Actually, no, we, we need to also not normalise. There's so many conversations we could have. <laughs> I don't want teenage girls growing oh, right. up thinking that choking is normal in the bedroom <laughs> because it's not. If you yeah, enjoy true. it, then do it with your partner in a safe manner. It's an adult thing, man. It's a very adult but thing. But now, film? but what people see on memes and, and, and all sorts now, the the children believe what they see in porn and all yeah. of that shit and that you're 13 year olds are going into their first sexual experience choking a woman that's mad not too. fucking normal that's mad so, so yes it's okay to like to be choked if you want to but it's not normal and mm. it shouldn't be seen as so and you shouldn't be seen as less of a woman if you're not enjoying that in the bedroom you know what you're a feminist I me and my boys we've got a group and we go to meetings and that I am a sexist <laughs> No, you're not. Yeah, that's more. You go to sexist no, meetings. <laughs> anyway, I'm so we didn't get through all the questions, but we. I'll be back. I would love you to I be will, back. I, I will be a regular, to be honest. Like I don't mind being. That would a regular. be amazing. I'd love to have my own little um, like where you pass it on to me for maybe ten minutes. Steve-O's corner. Oh, imagine that I'm working on your. Well, what so are you going to do for ten minutes? I don't know. We we'll work it out. We we'll work it out. All right, let's talk after this then. Yeah. All right, well, you're amazing. I love you you very much and thank you for doing this. I hope everybody's enjoyed it and I definitely hope we do it again sometime. Sorry if I offended any ladies or men with some of the terms that I use, like pom-pom and things like that, but that's what (laughs) I use, man, and I'm not changing. I go into big meetings and say pom-pom to big white guys. I went into a meeting once and the 
the, the office windows steamed and they had like fresh water in the office and I was still saying pom pom. That's all right. Pom pom is quite an inoffensive term. I just clarified okay. that one because I was just oh, worried right. okay, that cool. like German people wouldn't know. I don't use the C-U-N-T to explain I what. do. Do you not to explain that? Oh no, oh, not, yeah, to, yeah, not exactly. to explain the actual. Oh yeah, I use it but I wouldn't. No, yeah, I, I use the word C-U-N-T. Oh, yeah. cunt, I say it. Oh, I because I don't... Well, people are like, oh... Sometimes people have a go at me for that. They're like, I thought you were a feminist and you used the word cunt. It's OK. I call people dickheads as well, like... The same, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, over and out. Over and out. Bye. Bye. <laughs>